Blog Talk Radio. of Eastern Airlines is on the air, and we're talking about our favorite way to fly. That's Eastern Airlines, of course. We're on twice weekly now, and Thursday afternoon with REPA, the Retired Eastern Pilots Association, radio hour at 3 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, and the Eastern Airlines radio show every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Both broadcasts are live call-in shows. And we welcome your comments on the air. Our hosts are from around the U.S. and our listeners from around the world. That's right, over 50 countries around the world have been identified who regularly listen in. We're glad you're with us. My name is Neil Holland, a retired captain of Eastern and the producer of the show. I hope you enjoyed tonight's broadcast. And now... Chuck Albright, our announcer, will you get the show in the air? Chuck, it's all yours. Well, thank you very much, and hello, Eastern family and friends. As our producer said, we're glad that that you're with us for more Eastern talk, news, and information. As he said before, my name is Chuck Albright, and I'm coming to you live from the Villages, Florida, which is about 70 miles north of Orlando. Our producer, Captain Neal, is in St. Augustine, and our hosts are scattered around the country. Let's start up in the New York area, in Long Island area, with Captain Mike Scott, and on the other side of the island, Captain George Jen. I understand you have a little cold weather, guys. Hello, guys. Good evening. Yeah, the frost is on the pumpkin. There we go. Uh, I didn't hear um, Captain Jim Holder uh, and Carrie Holder. Are you on tonight? Uh, Chuck, they're not with us yet. Uh, I think uh, uh, Jim might check in a little bit later on, but go ahead. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens with them. Uh, Is Colleen with us tonight? No, Colleen is not with us. Okay, Harry Lindquist is over in Biltmore area, Brunswick to be exact. Hello, Harry. (laughs) Hey, Chuck, I'm here. All right, very good. Mark Parter is going to join us. He's our Eastern 3.0 reporter. He's in the Miami area, so we'll catch up with him in a little bit. And, of course, we're here live in the Villages, Florida, with Dorothy and Don Gagnon. 
And we have our returning host, Norma Jean uh, Bolger, and she's from Wikiwaki, Florida. And how are you doing tonight, Norma? Great so far. I'm just glad that, right. uh, that sounds I'm not going to get two, two feet of snow like George. All right. <laughs> I don't know about Hello, two one and all. And, Mr. Producer, if you can see any of our other regulars, if they show up, please let me know. From all our hosts, sure. welcome, and thank you for listening and calling the show over the past 10 years. We have truly made us the radio voice of Eastern Airlines. And now I see we're number one for takeoff, so, Captain, let's get flight eight, uh, 486 in the air. I guess we'll have to substitute a few people. No, nope. Eastern, 486, this is Raleigh Tower. You're cleared for takeoff. Roger, Raleigh Tower, Eastern 486 is on the roll. doesn't plan for the future, may not have one. Five years ago, Eastern saw the future in a remarkable aircraft. Now it's here. The new Boeing 757, the most advanced, most fuel-efficient commercial jet ever built. It's going to help Eastern hold down the cost of flying for years to come. We earn our wings for you. She's not here, but uh, Don, seems everyone loves the songwriting and singing of our first artist. So I'll go ahead and crank up the uh, turntable here with Merle Haggard telling a story in the song that he is going home for Christmas. So here, let's listen to Merle Haggard's song about going home for Christmas. Hope you enjoy it. My family called me on the phone and said, Grandpa, would you come home? We'd love to have you here on Christmas Day. We know you won't get on a plane, but I thought you could ride a train. 
Can't you hear them bells ringing, ringing, 
it snow and I'll be going back to my country home. Christmas time's coming, Christmas time's coming, Christmas time's coming, and I know I'm going home. Christmas time's coming, Christmas time's coming, Christmas time's coming, and I know I'm going home. Christmas time's coming, Christmas time's coming, Christmas time's coming, and I know I'm going home. Christmas time's coming, Christmas time's coming. That song was written by Benjamin Tex Logan and was one of one of many in the 1972 Johnny Cash Family Christmas album. That year, Eastern was the first airline to receive and fly the Lockheed L-1011. And now we got something else coming up by uh, Alan Jackson. Anything by Alan Jackson has to be worth listening to. You'll like this next one because it's about that time of year, and Jackson wants it to be Christmas in this song. Mr. Producer, will you let it? Will you spin "Let It Be Christmas" by Alan Jackson? In the hearts of all people, both near and far, Christmas everywhere. Feel the love of the season wherever you are on the small country roads lined with green mistletoe. Big city streets where a thousand lights glow. Let it be Christmas everywhere. Let heavenly music fill the air. Let every heart sing, let every bell ring The story of hope and joy and peace And let it be Christmas everywhere Let heavenly music fill the air Let anger and fear and hate disappear Let there be love that lasts through the year And let it be Christmas, Christmas everywhere With the gold and the silver, the green and the red Christmas everywhere In the smiles of all children asleep in their beds In the eyes of young babies, their first fallen snow Elderly's memories that never grow old Let it be Christmas everywhere Let heavenly music fill the air let every heart sing, let every bell ring The story of hope and joy and peace And let it be Christmas everywhere Let heavenly music fill the air Let anger and fear and hate disappear Let there be love that lasts through the year And let it be Christmas, Christmas everywhere
it be Christmas everywhere In the songs that we sing and the gifts that we bring Christmas everywhere In what this day means and what we believe From the sandy white beaches where blue water rolls Snow-covered mountains and valleys below Let it be Christmas everywhere Let heavenly music fill the air Let every heart sing, let every bell ring The story of hope and joy and peace And let it be Christmas everywhere Let heavenly music fill the air Let anger and fear and hate disappear Let there be love that lasts through the year And let it be Christmas Christmas everywhere Christmas Uh, Jim Holder's with us. Jim, how about introducing the next song? I think he's with us. Jim Holder? Uh, Harry, would you introduce that? Sure. The, The title track, one of two Christmas songs composed by Jackson, was the top 40 hit for Jackson on the Hot Country Songs chart. It was released in 1993. Mike, do you have another one for us? Well, let's see. Mike is with us right here. I think he's with us. Mike, are you there with us? Yeah, wow. you have to unmute me. Go ahead, me. Mike. <laughs> yeah. You got it, Mike. <laughs> Did we push the button? Yeah, we sure do, and we're going to have a Christmas on the Bayou with this song by C.J. Chenier and the Red Hot Louisiana Band, Mr. Bedusa. Do you have? Let's hear hear some fiddles. You're going to love this one.
For me yet? <laughs> we hear you fine. Oh, okay. You know, anytime five we hear Cajun five. music, somebody, somebody's cutting me out here. Whatever. You, ha- you, you know, anytime we hear Cajun music, it has to have gumbo or jambalaya in the lyrics, even Christmas music. <laughs> Do we have any traditional country music in the stack there, Norma Jean? I believe we have one sung by Willie Nelson. This song dates back to 1818. It's been around for a while, and we have a beautiful version of it sung by Willie. Mr. Producer? Silent night Hold 
I have no news around this date of 1818 as Eastern Airlines, but Mr. Harold Pitcairn, he didn't come around with the idea of mail by air until 109 years later when Pitcairn Aviation was born, the company that eventually became Eastern Airlines. George, can you see if we can hear some more of that foot-stomping Christmas music? Sure, Norma Jean. I believe the producer found another Cajun Christmas song out of the Big Easy. In fact, there's no surprise at all that it's called Christmas Cajun. So let's crank up the fiddle and squeeze the accordion for this one, Mr. Producer. Oh, 
performed by Sammy Kershaw, who was born in the Acadiana town of Kaplan, that's located in southern Louisiana. So he certainly knew a little bit about Cajun music and Cajun Christmas. This song came out right around 1995 when he opened shows for Ray Price, Merle Haggard, and George Jones, who was his lifelong idol. Hey, Mike, do we have anything in the more traditional category in the country music scene? Yeah, George, I don't know about traditional, but I have always liked the song out by Alabama. And I'm sure Jim will, if he's on the line, will appreciate this one. He's out. Fort Payne, Alabama 
pain. Great stuff from Alabama. Yeah. Christmas in Dixie is a song by American country song band Alabama and was released as a single in December 1982 from the RCA Records compilation album, A Country Christmas. The Christmas song celebrates the holiday in the southern United States. Don, can we find something a little more fun in the Christmas music like Rudolph or Jingle Bells? Our producer can pull anything out of his musical hat. Which one have you got there, Mr. Producer? Oh, you'll love this one. (laughs) I know I will. (laughs) Well, you've all heard the story about Rudolph and his nose. But I'll tell you a Christmas tale that never has been told. Well, you may think you've heard it all, but you ain't heard nothing yet about that crazy Christmas that the North Pole can't forget. Rudolph was under the weather. He had to call in sick. So he got on the horn to his cousin Leroy, who lived out in the sticks. He said, Santa's really counting on me, and I hate to pass the buck. Leroy said, hey, I'm on my way, and he jumped in his pickup truck. When Leroy got to the North Pole, all the reindeer snickered and laughed. They'd never seen a deer in overalls and a John Deere tractor hat. But Santa stepped in and said, just calm down, cause we've all got a job to do. And like it or not, Leroy's in charge, and he's gonna be leading you. And it was Leroy, the redneck reindeer, looks to the front of the sleigh. He had him scooting a hoof on every single roof by the light of a neon moon. Santa wrapped his bag with a Dixie flag. He was having the time of his life. And you could hear him call, Merry Christmas, y'all, and all of y'all a good night. And it was Yeah. 
good. Yeah, you guys heard that one. No, that's no, the first time I heard that. <laughs> Way down in Dixie is where I found it. <laughs> oh, that was good. Well, in case you ain't never heard about Joe Logan Duffy, he was an American country music singer and songwriter. After working as a demo singer in the mid-1980s, he signed with Epic Records Nashville Division in 1990. Between then and 2004, Duffy charted 35 singles on the Billboard Hot Country Song chart, five of which peaked at number one. He also co-wrote singles for Holly Dunn, Tim McGraw, and Joe D. Messina. He also recorded with Mary Chapin Carpenter, George Jones, and Marty Stewart. Joe died this past March, not in 2020. He was he was 80, uh, 62. Now, Dorothy, do we have any more records left on the turntable? Well, we have a left on, but uh, we're kind of running out of time, so we will close with this beautiful Christmas to remember by Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton. Mr. Producer, how about it? Sounds good.
And I was wondering if you had song clip 10 on your uh, table there. It's uh, Christmas in My Hometown by Charlie Pride. Yes, I do, Chuck. Well, you can go ahead and play that for the people. And I have a little uh, something to say after that. Okay. There's a white Christmas in my hometown There the streets are snowy, shining bright And the lights on all the Christmas trees are burning For old Santa's sure to come this very night There are jingle bells and Christmas carols singing By the children who are walking in the street Folks are smiling and they're saying Merry Christmas For that joy in their hearts as they meet Oh, the Christmas chimes are ringing in the tower Jingle bells can be heard all around Time for all to go and wait for Santa's coming Oh, this Merry Christmas here in my hometown I can hear the reindeer in the distance All the sleigh bells are ringing loud and clear Little eyes are closed in their slumber They are waiting for old Santa to appear All the Christmas chimes are ringing in the tower Jingle bells can be heard all around Merry Christmas here in my hometown. Country music legend Charlie Pride died this past Saturday at the age of 86. Pride died in Dallas of complication with the COVID-19. Born March 18, 1934, in Sledge, Mississippi. The singer was a sharecropper's son who rose to become country music's first black superstar. His baritone voice was featured in more than 50 top 10 country hits, and he was the first black member of the Country Music Hall of Fame. He fell in love with the genre while listening to the Grand Ole Opry radio show in his youth. 
we would like to play. We have played uh, for our last selection his Christmas song by Charlie Pride. Mr. Producer, it's all yours. Okay, uh, that was a beautiful song that Charlie Pride sang for Christmas. He had a Christmas album. Many Christmas uh, songs and carols were on that. And uh, we'll miss Charlie Pride, uh, Pride's uh, music. And we also want to remember tonight uh, a friend of REPA, the Retired Eastern Pilots Association, and also Eastern Retiree Association, the Eastern Airlines Retiree Association. Uh, his name is uh, Bill Hirsch. And uh, I've asked uh, Mike if uh, you would tell us a little bit about Bill Hirsch, who meant a lot to a lot of people with Eastern. Mike? Sure, yeah. We lost Bill. He was a uh, member of the Eastern Airlines Historical Foundation and a uh, researcher of Eastern Airlines stuff and very good at it. And a lot of you guys have met him because he he joined you all at the... Uh, at the uh, at the at the uh, Eastern Repa uh, conventions a few times and had some talks there. He was a uh, ramp serviceman at uh, Kennedy for many years, and he was uh, nor uh, a pilot or a mechanic, but he uh, was well versed in all of that and a great historian. And he uh, one time we we actually had the I had the pleasure of, of inviting him along on a trip to uh, from Sacramento, California to Cecil uh, County Airport in uh, in Jacksonville, Florida, for maintenance. And uh, he found his way out there, and he was in <clears throat> excuse me in his glory because he he showed up with a white shirt on and, and four bars as a captain anyway. I stuck him in the seat for a couple of hours, and it was it made his day. But he was just a he he was really a a, a very a great guy and a good friend to all, and he had uh, a, a great ability for researching almost anything that happened for Eastern Airlines. And he was diagnosed about uh, five weeks ago. Uh, with esophageal cancer and spent about that amount of time uh, in the hospital. And he spent two days in hospice, and he uh, passed away at age 73 on Sunday. And uh, let's see, I guess it was like about 2.38 uh, in the morning when he finally passed. And we're, there's a service for him uh, in Merrick, New York. Uh, it's tomorrow. And also a burial on Wednesday, and a few of our friends and uh, that knew him and hung around with him quite a bit are going to be going to that. And we're myself. I'm gonna I'm gonna take my a, a set of my four bar epaulets and I'm gonna make him an honorary captain to put in the coffin for him when he goes. Ah, good for you. But anyway, he passed away on a uh, on Sunday at 2:38 uh, p.m. He went. Uh, west of that island in the sky, and we uh, all hoped that he had uh, blue skies and a tailwind uh, on his final flight west. That's about nice it. Gesture, uh, uh, Mike, uh, you, Mike, there are two other there are two other folks that uh, are on the air now with us. George, of course, and uh, I think I see Jim Holder uh, here. But first of all, I'd like to say that uh, I got calls from. 
Bill Hirsch many times. I met him down in Miami when we had a board of directors uh, at the organization uh, formation uh, of the Eastern Airlines uh, Historical Foundation, which he and I were both members of. And I first met him there, and then we communicated by phone the rest of the time. He uh, offered a lot of uh, information to me, and he called me from time to time and asked me about certain things, and and uh, really a great guy. And I think, George, George Jen, you knew him also, didn't you? Yes, I did, Neil. Um, not as well as uh, Mike did, but, uh, you know, he and I spoke quite a bit over the telephone. I met him at some of the uh, Eastern functions up here in New York, uh, he was truly, he was a very, very, very nice guy. And he was a real yeah. Eastern historian. I think, to tell you the truth, I think he lived for doing that. He really, I can't yeah. say enough good things about him. Yeah, on another note, yeah. he, he had a dad that was, uh, he was the station manager of uh, Washington. Back He started back in, I think, 1937 or 38 with Eastern Airlines. And he yeah. was... Uh, and he ended up as the uh, as a supervisor at Kennedy for for many years. So there was a, a long uh, history from 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 his father and himself at Eastern Airlines. Yeah, Jim Holder, are you? I see both of your phone numbers on my producer board. Can you talk now? <laughs> yes, I guess so. I don't know what happened. Uh, both Carrie's phone and my phone, neither one would work. I don't understand it. But, uh, yes, I got to in about the time Willie Nelson was singing. And I, too, knew Bill Hurst. Uh, he came to the Reaper conventions, uh, several of them. He called me many times, uh, you know, seeking information or commenting on things in the magazine. He was a member of Reaper, an affiliate member for, like, 25 years. And, yes, yeah. a fine gentleman, and I really enjoyed talking to him and, I just know when I showed that first show, uh, as time goes by, the first time in Chattanooga, he was there, and he just really mm. enjoyed it and uh, came up and, and you know and uh, congratulated me and just told him. he was a great guy, no doubt about it. Uh, he was easy yeah. to talk to, and you know that's something I like uh, people that are easy to talk to, and Bill Hurst was. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Um, well. Uh, since we will not be broadcasting this Christmas, uh, just a few days from now, the Eastern Airlines radio show gang want to wish all of our Eastern family and friends around the world a very Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and Happy New Year to all. And now we turn our attention to news from the new Eastern Airlines, Mark Porter, is not with us tonight, but I think he's uh, probably given you a few notes about what's going on, Dorothy. Uh, uh, yeah, this is Don, and Mark sends his apology that he can't make it to the show. <clears throat> so I've got a few bullets I can read uh, from notes he gave me. Um, Eastern begins flights from Philadelphia to Santo Domingo, on December 18th, uh, following uh, by Boston. This really begins their entry into the Caribbean, as both Philadelphia and Boston that are now serving Port-au-Prince, Haiti. So they've got both sides of the island covered. 
Belo Horizonte, Brazil, will be served by Eastern Airlines, <coughs> excuse me, the only North American carrier and only nonstop service from North America. They'll come from all three airports, Miami, JFK, and Boston. In Mark's opinion, uh, that is an overkill for this town would be better served into Miami International with connecting flights to New York and Boston. The hub or the spoke wheel is much more pro profitable by way of point to point. Mark did uh, point out that this week that the owner of Eastern, he would rather see the flights flying from Miami to, uh, with connections to New York and Boston and to Baltimore, Chicago. Uh, Eastern Airlines Cargo Airline is moving full steam ahead. They're almost finished up with the 777-300. That's the jet from Midwest who works along with Eastern uh, to obtain past two weeks a KLM 747 and a Qantas 747. Uh, and more likely it will go uh, to Eastern Airlines. Eastern will have four Boeing 747s for cargo, and that's a lot of freight, Ben. Mm -hmm. It looks like Argentina is still close to the COVID-19. Um, so Eastern Airlines' route there uh, is on hold to send sent to Santiago, Chile, and it's wide open. Uh, he has suggested that they opt for Santiago instead. So until the COVID-19 uh, is lifted in L.A., it's going to be a kind of a dormant situation. It's rumored that Eastern Airlines will be getting 757, although I would prefer that they got the 737, 700, and 800, which is much more fuel efficient. Uh, Babura, Nepal, India is doing well for Eastern uh, that it uh, charged, it changed the holiday schedule frequency to their more permanent year-round, four, four weekly from JFK and Miami. That's interesting. Once California lifts its stay-at-home order, Eastern uh, will then be all set to take off from L.A. Uh, to Guayaquil, Ecuador, three each week. That's three round trips. And the last one I've got is uh, the Patriot aircraft are just about to join Eastern Fleet, and they are in amazing shape. Mark really likes these aircraft and think it's uh, wiser to Eastern to have purchased them uh, and added that their fleet, uh, as many as needed, 767s. And that's, that's what I got from Mark so far. Back to uh, you, Neil. Well, I'm going to turn it over to Dorothy. Yeah, a few comments, and uh, and uh, Dorothy, are you with us? Yes, I am, and I'd like to mention that uh, we have a donation of $200 that was sent in to us from John Leonard, and we have put John's name into the EAL Platinum sponsor list along with the Retired Eastern Pilots Association. We're so appreciative appreciated uh, John sending this into us. He's been a generous 
a member of our um, membership and also, of course, the Retired Eastern Pilots Association. Uh, without you folks, we uh, don't know how we would get by as long as we have. I do want to mention that uh, we do have uh, the um, Wing, Wings of Man book sent in to us by uh, our former era president, Mark, uh, I'm sorry, Mike um, Zoll, and we have 20 of these books. And now, uh, Harry Lindquist, we thank you for purchasing the, the first uh, donation uh, toward this book uh, for our Eastern Airlines uh, radio program. And we're offering these books at $25 per book. All the information is up on our website, so please be sure to check it out. And uh, we'd be happy to have anyone to uh, get us the order, and Neil will make sure that he gets it out in time for Christmas. So please uh, get on it right away if you want this to be a Christmas gift. Uh, we also have the Thursday show coming up, Aripa, the last show of the year, December 17th at 3 p.m., so be sure to join us for that one. Over the many years, 10 now, the EAL radio show has brought you 601 broadcasts of Monday and Thursday shows. Our purpose, of course, is to keep the memories alive for the many in the Eastern family and to remind those who are not employees of this great airline what a tremendous airline it was that dominated the airline industry from the 20s to the 80s. 80s. The legacy will continue with the great associations like the Retired Eastern Pilots Association, the Eastern Airlines Civil Liners, and the many Facebook pages committed to Eastern Airlines, and, of course, the Eastern Airlines radio show and website. Now, do any of our hosts have li- or listeners have an announcement they might want to add to this before I continue? Yes, Dorothy. Yes, Dorothy. I'd like to say, yeah, Dorothy, just one second, Mike. I'd like to say how great it has been to work with all of our hosts this year. As chaotic as it has been for not only America, but the world. I've lost several great friends this year, as many of us have. I have been blessed to know many people around the world that have found our signal and know the Eastern family is still loving and sharing the memories of our beloved airline. And so, please, host, if you'd like to share your thoughts. Uh, Mike, you were about to step in. Go right ahead, Mike. No, it, it just goes back to the to the Wings of Man book. I, I tried to go online to see if I could uh, uh, get that through our the website, and it, 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 I can't get it to come up. I'm probably doing the wrong thing, but uh, I can't get anything to, to, to show the book to purchase that particular book. So... I'll, I'll, I'll talk send, about I'll that send you at one out. time. I'll send you one out, and you can pay me when you can. I've uh, already sent out three of them, so there's 17 left. And, oh, uh, excellent. Might have some, might have some more coming in, orders coming in this week. So I want to send you one out, Mike. Uh, please send me well, your uh, – I know you've sent me your email address. I mean, not email address, but home address so I can send it to you. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you that, and I, I wanted two copies. So uh, anyway, next okay. case. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Anyone else before Anyone Dorothy else? takes yeah. over? 
Yeah, Neil, I, I just have one thing I'd like to uh, make you aware of. If you recall, uh, my first book that was published back in 2012, Flying Too Close to the Sun, which was a novel concerning uh, the shuttle operation, uh, a different shuttle operation. Anyway, uh, the publisher for that book went out of business a couple of years ago, but the book was picked up by a new publisher, and it's going to be republished on May the 6th of next year. Oh, very oh, good. I, yeah, same, George, same name, I, but if, the same name, but a, a different cover. Okay, George, I'm going to have you do a book review of that, or we can do that on our first show of next year with the Aviation News and History uh, Radio, and you can tell us about our book because we do have a section of that show that will be dedicated to new books on the scene and so uh, people need to be introduced once again to that wonderful book I, I i think i've read it twice i believe and i know i've referred to it many times but uh, a great book and uh, like i've told you before it should be a movie and um, i wish it uh, somebody would pick it up and put it on the big screen but uh, maybe well, we can talk about it on our January 7th broadcast. Yeah, well, it's, it's and, not you know, Maybe to... you might want to mention a little bit more about the new broadcast on January 7th so that uh, yeah, those George, members George that a, haven't a, received the e-blast for any reason, uh, they wouldn't even be knowing about it. Okay. Would uh, you George, like to you say want to finish up? about it? Yeah, yeah I'm trying Neil, to talk uh, now. Uh, go ahead, George. Yeah, the... You may or may not be aware, I don't think I told you, but um, a good friend of mine here uh, from a hometown read the book, and like you, he loved it. Long story short, this gentleman did all the advertising for the movie E.T., so he forwarded the book to uh, Steven Spielberg with a recommendation that they do make a movie out of it. So I'm waiting waiting to hear back now if they're going to do that. Well, I, I hope it's good news, George. <laughs> well, it's, uh, okay, at least Jordan. you won't snow too much out in California. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, Dorothy, how about finishing us up here? Okay. And now we're approaching the airport and the end of our Eastern Flight 486 show. And what a fascinating show it was. We will be back next week. Um, um, I'm not sure if we're coming back next week, Neil. Are we having a program on the 21st or the 28th? No, we're going to have the uh, the Repo Radio Hour, uh, which would be this coming Thursday, and that's all. Okay. It looks like we are entering the controlled airspace of Portland, Oregon. So, Captain, would you please do another grease job? You Eastern pilots are accustomed to make... Eastern, 486, this is Portland Tower. You're cleared to land on runway 28 left. Roger, Portland, Eastern 486 is clear to land, 28 left. Captain, as usual, folks, you're invited to 
be with us Thursday, December the 17th at 3 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time when we present the REPA Radio Hour and stories from the people of Eastern Airlines. Our producer is telling me it's time to say goodbye. Uh, this is Chuck Albright on behalf of tonight's host, Captain George Jen, Captain Mike Scott, Don and Dorothy Gagnon, Captain Jim and Carrie Holder, and Norma Jean Bollinger, and our producer, Neil Holland, who's playing the sign-off music made popular by Merle Haggard, Silver Wing. Hopefully I didn't miss anybody. Harry, Harry, Lindquist, also. Chuck, <laughs> he's sticking in Harry, there. I'm sorry, Harry. That's all right. Chuck must have had a maker's mark. <laughs> I just had one. Finished it up. That's it. Maker's mark makes a fantastic Manhattan, by the way. I just had one. <laughs> Y'all make me want to go have a drink. <laughs> Let's all do it. Here we go. We'll finish up with Merle. Bye. Roaring engine Headed somewhere in the light They're taking you away Leaving me lonely Well, good night, Eastern family and friends from around the world And good night, Eastern Airlines, wherever you are We love you, Eastern now, all of us, when I count to three, one, two, three, good night, Eastern. We love you, Eastern. Good night, Eastern. 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 We love, love you, Eastern. Love you. Okay. Great Take show, care, guys. guys. Lots of fun. We love you, Eastern. Silver wings shining in the sunlight, roaring. Taking you away and leaving me lonely. Silver wings, wings. slowly fading out of sight. Slowly fading. So long, guys. Good Good job, Neil. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.